Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationships with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today for episode 19 of the Table and Well podcast. Um, As always, please feel free to subscribe and to download our podcast on your favorite listening platform. And again, as you do that, please leave us a review and a five-star rating. We're learning that uh, the more reviews we have and the more five-star ratings we have, it becomes a lot easier for people like you to find us and so they can begin and maybe even continue on their journey of emotional and relational maturity. So today's episode is part four, which is the final part of our parent stage of maturity. Um, It's been really good so far. We've covered a lot of ground, but today we're just going to talk about really simple, practical tools that you can do as you are growing in this level of maturity and also what it looks like for you as a community member to help others grow in that area as well. At the end of this podcast, I give a special message for fathers. I came across an article a little while ago and it really just impressed some things in me and really made me think about just where am I right now in my maturity level as a father? And what am I doing to continue to grow in those areas where I honestly find myself being a little short in or not fully mature in those areas? Even now, even though I am a father of adult kids, there's still areas in my life that I need to grow in and I need to continue to change and I need to continue to just mature in. And so as I give this um, outline, and I'm not going to give a lot of things away because I want you to just listen to it at the end. Um, I just want you to listen to it and um, see if some of these things resonate with you dads out there that are listening. Um, the Lord has given us a very specific role in the lives of our kids. And for some reason, um, we've abdicated that. And we just look at our wives and think that they can handle it all and do it all. And honestly, they can. Um, but the problem is, is that if they're fulfilling the role of mom and dad, then you're shortchanging your kids. Then your wives can't be the mothers that the Lord has called them to be. And your kids are missing out on a fully participating father and a fully participating mother. So dads, it's up to us to set the tone. And and I can honestly say that I wasn't the best at it and I'm still learning and I'm growing. But again, these are tools that we're learning and it's not a you know, I messed up. I stink. It's, I just didn't know. And so now I'm learning and I'm growing. And that's the beauty of this whole thing about maturity is that it's never ending. It's always growing. And we can always go back and learn the tools that we missed out on growing up. So let's just go ahead and jump right into this podcast as we listen to part four of the parent stage of maturity. So, okay, practical personal tasks, what you can do to help grow your parent maturity. Yes. So identify one to two tasks and prayerfully begin to work on them. Yep. Uh, there will There is an assessment, too, yes. on our website. Mm-hmm. If When we're talking about these tasks, there's actually a list of tasks and needs um, that's all written 
out there that you can easily print out. Yep. Um, find a council of parents to enter a relationship. Remember yes. those peer parent relationships are so key. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Go hunt them down. Look for them. They're important. You want to find an elder who's been there and done that successfully. Mm-hmm. So again, you, you found a council of parents and then you want to go and find those elders. Again, it could be your, your biological parents. It could be your spiritual parents. It could be people in the community that are in your groups that you know that you look at their life and you're like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I want them to, to speak into my parenting. And I think to, for me anyway, when we began to look for these people for us, um, when we realized we didn't really have community and really didn't have elders over us, uh, for me anyway, I was looking for people who were like going to commit, commit the rest of their lives to us, um, where I was missing the point. Um, this may just look like saying, I don't know how to make it through this particular situation and I'm going to muster up 20 seconds of courage and call this person who's walked it. Yeah. Maybe we don't actually have a relationship. Maybe whatever, like Mm, maybe we're not BFFs and been out to coffee 600 times or at dinner together. Uh, Maybe this is kind of a cold call, but I've watched the fruit on their lives and I, I just need some support right now because I'm not designed to do this alone. Sometimes it's just 20 seconds of yeah, courage it's really good. and let the relationship develop from there. If it's meant to develop. Um, I think the enemy often speaks to us and, and fools us into thinking that we are alone and we're not mm-hmm. And relationship is not built overnight, mm-hmm. but it does take what it does take first contact. It takes, yes, it takes, first it does step. take first contact and elders. If you're out there and you're hearing this, uh, find the parents, find the parents, be the ones who offer yourself to them. Hey, if you ever need anything, if you ever want to know how to navigate those teenage years, I am here for it. Yeah. Um, be that gift. Yeah. Hand out your phone number. It's a gift. Um, truly a gift. Mm-hmm. Those phone calls could mean, can mean the world. Yeah, absolutely. So you want to, um, also begin to do things that make your home feel safe and secure. Um, so you want to set a standard for honesty and integrity in your home. Um, to where your kids know that there there are boundaries and, and we are honest here, we're vulnerable, and that there is a level of um, it's a level of honesty mm-hmm. that happens in your home, and I think that will that begins to build that security and that safety. You want to be quick to listen and slow to speak. Yep. Um, you want to speak to them. I'm sorry. You want to speak with them, mm-hmm. not to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You yep. want to. Yep. Um, and be more physically affectionate. It matters. Yeah. It really does matter that, uh, we talked about in one of our very first videos about relational circuits and relational circuits are turned on in us and in those that we come in contact with other human beings simply by touch. Yeah. Uh, don't discredit the, the gift of touch. Um, even if it's just like you walk by and you just put your hand on them, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a, a three minute hug every day. Although those, those are, are good. scientifically those proven are nice. to change lives, yes. but, mm-hmm. but just the basics of touch do matter. Yeah. And one of the things we didn't include in here, which I don't know why, but um, rem- the what we talk well, part of it is because it was fresh revelation right here. But discipline, yeah, start to think about your discipline um, as a practical task this week both in the discipline of what kind of discipline am I building in my kids and so that they're actually maturing, what discipline opportunities do they have to grow in maturity and how am I approaching how am I discipline? Yeah. How am I approaching discipline? Am I doing it with love? Um, you know, I think, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, I don't know. I think we need to do a, anyway, 
Yeah. You you have us for however many Wednesday mornings until the Lord says stuff. So, so more stuff. <laughs> we're we're going to mine that out. We are. What that looks like. All right. So grow your joy bucket. Yes, 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 yes. Grow your joy bucket. Um, What in the heck is a joy bucket? So a joy bucket is your your capacity to manage tough things in life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if without joy, the Lord created us to have joy, um, within our relational collapse where that's actually the topic of the week this week that we're about to, to pass out this week, um, is what is joy capacity and how do you build it? So that way I can navigate and endure hardship. Well, uh, Lord knows that parenting can be a lot like enduring hardship well. well. Um, and if I don't have joy, remember we're supposed to be doing parenting with joy and I don't have any, my bucket's empty. That's going to be tricky. It's going to be a problem. So be, yeah. um, relational circuitry is, again, back to the video, is one way to build joy. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmanuel journaling, mm-hmm. another way to build joy yep. and build our joy capacity because oh, we didn't we didn't talk about this either. But yes, I'm in here because trauma happens oh, yep. mm-hmm. when someone else is not able to be with us. In, when you feel alone. Yeah, when you feel alone in the middle of a hard situation yes. is actually what causes trauma. Yes. So when I have parents who don't have the ability to stay with me in a tough situation, trauma is going to occur. Yep. Or if I'm dealing with trauma uh, from my past, from my childhood, it's if you look back, it's likely because there wasn't an adult there with you. Right. So we have to remember that as parents that we mm-hmm. actually can't be living off of fumes. Yeah. Um, even though our needs do get d- diminished, we're not supposed to be walking zombies. Right. Like we have to be healthy. We have to be emotionally um, available, available. And we actually have to have something to give. Yeah. And so building joy capacity and keeping our joy buckets full and learning how to fill those up uh, is really the the basic beginning of how to do yeah. that. I think also some of the things you can, and so for one of those things for that, that the man journaling is good for walking through some of those traumatic things. And then sometimes you just have to get professional help. You do. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and to help you walk through that because those are things that you can do that are going to help you be a better parent. Yeah. Yeah. And to go back and deal with the traumas that may have like sucked the joy right out of you. Yep. Um, because also to remember as an adult, you should be able to return to joy from your own tough emotion. Yes. Um, if you notice that that's not possible, then then get some help to figure out how to do that and start to steward your own joy, joy. for recovery. Yeah. Uh, and part of that too, there's manual journaling, there's practicing appreciation, yep. uh, just practicing thankfulness every day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can sustain thankfulness for three, three to minutes. five minutes, yep. uh, it actually shifts the ability for your brain to contain joy. Yes. Um, so think about that as a possible avenue, quieting yourself, then bathroom breaks, really come back good. to joy, put some pictures of your kids in the bathroom that you yeah. go to retreat to that the last time you went to the beach and you remember them all sandy and just giggling and having yeah. a great time. That last memory that you have or multiple memories, the maybe the moment they were born, um, go ahead and put those on the bathroom walls. So when you go in there to take that deep breath, that you're reminded of really what your heart feels towards your kiddos. Yeah. Another way real quick that you can do um, personal or price appreciation is just telling your family, what you appreciate about them, mm-hmm. write it out, let them read it, or even just tell them, um, 
and just say, you know, I really appreciate this about you. Um, I really enjoy when you do this or when we do this, or I just enjoy you because you're you and you're funny and whatever it might be. But again, begin to speak those words over your kids of appreciation. And also it's what it's going to do two things. It's going to turn on their relational circuits, but they're going to be connected to you and also turns yours on as well. So you guys, so you can be connected to them. Mm-hmm. And that attachment and bonding is happening. It's huge, important. So we talked um, about. And then the last thing that you can do as a practical test to grow your joy bucket is that again, even though you are uh, sacrificially loving your kiddos, you're still a person. Yeah. with your own identity. And just like in the adult maturity stage, there are things that bring you life that are special and unique to you yep. that you do love. Um, it is not a death. Parenting is not a death sentence of all the things you're passionate about. Obviously there's yeah. a healthy balance, but if you love to paint and you're a mama who hasn't painted in five years because paint. you've been in little land, um, get paint. out some watercolors and start painting with your kids. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe it won't look like, you going away on a painting retreat for a weekend. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, What would it look like for you to still get to do what you're passionate about and what matters to you and what does bring you joy? Do you love to garden? Get out there and start digging with the kids. Maybe you're not going to have an entire half acre garden, but maybe you plant something in a pot and you water it together. So don't give up on the passions that the Lord has given you that do bring you joy and pay attention to what those are and restore those back to your life and invite your kids along. That's that's what I was going to say. Well, invite your kids into what brings you joy. It's that mutual mind. There it is. Boom. Y'all know about that. (laughs) So practical community tasks, because again, you are someone's community. Mm -hmm. So you can be that council of parents for other parents. So you can absolutely um, find a group, get a group of parents together and just start to be a community and a council of parents for each other. And again, 20 seconds of courage. 20 seconds of courage. That might look like a phone call. Yep. That's all it takes. that's where it starts. Yep. You want to be that person in the community that does encourage, that guides, and that you're able to give breaks and opportunity for other parents to retreat and to recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to, you want to be those friends. You want to be the people, you know, so you, know you want to be what you need people to be for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you yeah. want, you want to be that. And so um, that will help your community and help the parents in the community retreat, recharge so they can come back and be better parents. Mm-hmm. And, to, and again, if you can trade, trade, that's, that's a huge win. Perfect. And then if, if you know families or, you know, parents that struggle with living from joy and, and, um, returning to joy, teach them how to do that. Mm-hmm. Tell them about quieting themselves and what a man of journaling is and what appreciation is. Yeah, and if you've read those resources or or listened to them at all and it's starting to change your life, share them. Yeah, and and to help, I mean, could you, could you imagine if we have a community of people that return to joy or a community of people that are living out of joy mm-hmm. um, where joy is not an option? It's like when things get a little dicey or we get those big negative emotions or, and, and you've got people around you that can say, ah, no, we, we need to, we need to take a minute here and take some deep breaths, need to quiet. And we need to um, have some appreciation and you're living in a community that's doing that. I mean, that think about that, even huge. in a multi-generational context, oh, yeah. like I know when we fostered, we would have littles <laughs> that were like off the chain yeah. And we're trying with our own immaturity to like manage and be present, which we didn't even know these were words then, but, Mm -hmm. um, trying to be good parents to that 
that kid who's been affected by major trauma. Um, if you have another layer in the community yeah. that's able to like that, we talk about the stronger, wiser mind and about mm-hmm. trauma. And this is how secondary trauma happens in foster parents is when I'm trying to manage the child's trauma and I don't have anybody trying to help me. Yeah. Uh, so think about that when we're talking about community tasks, um, you may not have a parent who's necessarily having a hard time or even immature uh, or even um, doesn't have joy on a normal basis. But yeah. maybe there are situations that, that they need your joy to pull from. They need that stronger, wiser mind to pull from mm-hmm. and providing that for them actually benefits that kiddo down yeah. at the core of it all. Absolutely. And uh, it may not, even in those single parenting, it may not look like, you know, bypassing that parent, but it may just even be. Yeah. Loving that parent well so can, uh, through that so that they they can return to joy because you're helping provide that for them. Yeah. I think, too, this looks like um, I know for us, there's been many times where people who are a little further down the road from us have just yeah. invited us into life and just to go to their lake house that they've worked really hard for. And it like, yeah. you know, it's and like a, and they let my kids be kids. And so there's been times where it's like, <sighs> okay, yeah. like, okay. This is going to be okay. I can do this. Yeah. And they didn't say anything. They didn't give us parenting wisdom. They didn't, you know, return us to joy or give us a skill to learn. Like it was just, they, they freely shared their joy with us. They were able to, Mm -hmm. they gave us opportunity to retreat and to recharge. Yeah. Um, Okay. We're going to finish up. But one thing that I don't want to bypass, because we have this really, I don't know what it's going to look like once it gets up. It's going to look similar probably to this, but we have this really, um, I'm sorry. It's all right. Today's been, it's a day. Go for it. You're in it now. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be a piece of paper on the website. Um, as I go back to work in my own business and Tennyson goes back to work, putting amazing resources (laughs) like this piece of paper that he's about to tell you about yeah. up on the website. <laughs> but yeah, so um, there we go. Um, yeah, it's, I was doing some research and looking at this and this is really interesting to me. It just talks about, I, I really feel, I just want to take a moment and speak to fathers. If there's fathers listening, um, if they're not, then wives get the fathers and have them come listen to this part. Mm-hmm. Mamas get your sons. Yeah. Um, there is, Something that is that can't be manufactured. There's something that can't be um, made up that is in a father towards their kids um, and what your children need from their father, from a healthy or in this word here is or a mature or redeemed father mm-hmm. um, and what that looks like. Um, man, we we've been given authority by God to. Um, on this earth to be dads and to be fathers and to be husbands. And for some reason we've abdicated that role. We've just let it go. And we have not stepped up to the plate like the Lord has called us to do. And the thing is, is that no matter even what our, what we've gone through, what our background is, any of that it's in us Mm -hmm. because he created us and he's put it in us. Mm -hmm. And so as we're talking about this parent role specifically, Think about um, your role as a father to your to your kids, um, because we have a heavenly father who's good and we are supposed to be his representation on the earth to the world. Yes, but to our families mm-hmm. and to our kids. Sure. Um, the Lord spoke to me about something a couple of days ago that like I'm his mouthpiece to my family 
on the earth. So, um, so in order to do that, I need to know what he's thinking. I need to know um, what he's saying and I need to um, continually be tucked into him and what he wants to do. So what I want you to take this to so this sheet as Janelle's talking about it, just what it says, it's just mature um, slash redeemed versus wounded fathers. And so it goes through different things that fathers, because our heavenly father, he's present, he's protective, he's attentive, he's, he calms, he enjoys, and he comforts. So those are things that we need to be as fathers for our kids. And as you read through this, there's just one column that says mature redeemed, one column that says wounded. Um, and as you look through this, see where you are in each one of those sections and then begin to ask the Lord, all right, how if, if I'm wounded in certain areas, Ask the Lord, okay, how do I come out of this woundedness so I how can, do I grow how do I grow in maturity and be redeemed? Does that look like connecting other men? Does that look like, what? I don't know. It well, can, and it, and it really probably looks a lot like having gaps in maturity. infant child and, yeah. and adult maturity. Yep. Yeah. And, and so, so again, this is, this resource isn't to shame or no. accuse or, or diminish value. It really is to, again, just provide a, um, kind of a pinpoint around the map yeah. of some fruit that you, you already know is there. Maybe you didn't have wounds or wounds words, words for. Yeah. Um, this definitely creates words. Yeah. And I know when I saw this, I was like, ah, Ooh. Hmm. you know, and so. However, um, it creates a place of honesty. I think that's does. a lot of it for all of us in our, in our healing processes is where, where am I? Yeah. And, yeah. And that's can, where I am. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And I think what that does to, um, when you're when when we're able to be honest and open to our spouses and to our kids about where we are and certain obviously age appropriate and things like that with your kids, um, but with your spouse and say you know what I this area of calming I I'm really disruptive in our family because of whatever you know and I need to and I'm asking the Lord to help me work on this and if you see areas in my life where I'm being this, please let me know so I can work on this because I want to be a calming, I want to be a calming force in my home. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a disruptive force in my home. Right. Just what that does for the intimacy between you and your wife or you, you, yeah, you and your wife. And then the fruit that will happen with your kids because you guys are now closer and your kids begin to see changes and they see that you're being open and honest. It just, it changes so much. And so the goal here. And two, your kids will become who you are, yeah. not what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, they're going to, they're going to model, they're going to mimic what you model. Yeah. So if you are not a calming presence in your home, um, then they, they will not know how to calm and yeah. they will not be a calming presence where they go either. Yeah. yeah. So I just encourage you to just take a look at that and take inventory again. Like we said, 40 times, this is not to um, judge or yeah. for you to look at yourself in the mirror it's hard work. and go, I it's suck. Pretty. That's not it. It's look at it and say, okay, this is where I am. Accepting your story and say, okay, I, I can, I can, I can move from here mm -hmm. and I can work it here. Yep. And, and everything we're teaching is not to be taught without uh, resources to help you grow yeah. and how to of help helping you grow. And if you go through it all and you're still stuck and you don't know, like, okay, I see all this, but I have no idea where to start or I don't mm -hmm. have community. Um, you know, we're here, we're available by email. Feel free to shoot us an email. Uh, we'll figure out what it looks like. Yeah. We would love to be able to say to you, hey, we know a really healthy community that can help support you. Uh, it's not there yet. Yeah. Um, but it is something that we're intently building. Mm -hmm. And 
and asking the Lord to provide so that we can all be what we were designed to be, who we were designed yes. to be, yes. uh, both in our, as we grow and also um, in our maturity. And next week we're going to talk about elder maturity. Uh, what does that look like to then give it back away, much like in this parenting stage? Absolutely. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. Please subscribe on your favorite streaming service.